Hello, everybody. This is the Obvious Brothers. I'm Obvious Steve, and he's what's his name? It's John. Obvious John. That's who he is. He's not really Zoom user. He's Obvious John. He's got. He's going to have to change the name on the bottom of the screen. So, how are you doing, Obvious John? I am well, and yourself? I'm sick, Obvious John. And we're getting we're getting the nastiest piece of weather for quite a while. Yeah, it's uh, quite frigid here as well. It's uh, We had wind chill factors of three this morning, which is pretty uncommon for this territory. Wow. Uh, it's, yeah. I'm not sure. It's going to be three when I get up tomorrow morning, period. Yeah. Yes, and the wind, wind is only blowing like 30 mile an hour right now. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's delightful. It. it uh, I haven't watched uh, the famous claymation Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yet this year, but I, I think we're in the middle of that storm right now. Okay. Yeah. And 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 uh, what's his name? Something Cornelius? Do you not know this one? Yeah, I can tell by the look on your face you do not know. This is not in your repertoire. Cornelius is the snowman, isn't he? No, no, it isn't isn't he the uh, the guy with the pickaxe? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now that we've uh, demonstrated lack of knowledge uh, on uh, uh, Christmas shows, so John, uh, th this is the kind of thing we do on uh, Christmas Eve Eve on podcast. Is what's your favorite Christmas movie, John? Um pretty tough for me because i love like elf and christmas vacation are easily my two top elf and christmas vacation yep that does not does not surprise me based on your history john yeah 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 i'm not i mean uh, i think i've only seen um it's a wonderful life once and that was i wasn't overly uh enthralled by it oh really oh it's not my bag baby is that right it's, it's just not it's not roll on the floor funny enough for you huh yeah no. all right i'm i am i'm shocked by all of that oh where do we go john there is just so much to talk about uh let, let us start with uh the guy who's starting at quarterback for the eagles tomorrow is kind of a a legendary character so i i figure you'll want to say say something about him i don't know who's starting Minshew, the infamous Gardner, oh. Minshew, the stash Minshew mania is yeah. hitting it's back yes mm -hmm. i can't believe i can't believe you've missed out on this yes Yes, I saw I saw them arriving in uh, in Dallas uh, and pictures of him in a in a uh, pilot's jacket and uh, aviator sunglasses with the the famous shoe. Right. Wow. I take it. They probably they probably flew out a day early, didn't they? Just to oh, get they got there. They got there yesterday. Yes. Every Everybody is flying everywhere a day early, John. At least football yeah. teams, football teams with charters. Let me put that out. The pictures from the evening news of people who were not flying out a day early, uh, even close to a day early, was a whole different thing. 
Yeah, my daughter is supposed to be flying here tomorrow, and we were trying. No, she ain't coming, man. We tried to tell them, you move up your flight. They both work from home. They could have moved up their flight to Thursday or even Wednesday this week. And, no, we'll be fine. The storm's going to be past us by then. Blah, blah, blah. All right. When she doesn't get here tomorrow, then yeah, well, the old. Part yeah. of the problem is uh, in such things uh, is the backup. Because I can't remember how many flights were canceled yesterday out of the Midwest and how many were going to be canceled today. So all those yep. people are standing around jammed up. So, yeah. But if you got if you got a ticket, I mean, they're not going to bump you for somebody that's right. They, I mean, they, they can only put those people on flights that have seats, is my understanding. Well, they could cancel your flight and put them on a different flight. Yeah. I, I not not like I went just went through this last week or anything, but all right. Okay. So that that's fine. Yes. Uh we we're in the midst of a a winter wonderland and uh for purposes of football, the uh, football teams were all traveling on Thursday instead of Friday or Saturday, whatever they usually do to make sure they beat the storms. And uh, so, man, Gardner Minshew is starting a quarterback for the Eagles. And uh, John, turned out this isn't a big game the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys have got two terrible losses on their schedule that complete. I mean, they just ruined their opportunity to even think about having a chance at winning the NFC East. I mean, if, if they don't lose to the Packers, and they obviously don't lose last week, that shit show the finish to um, the Jaguars, that would be – would make things – this game very, very, very interesting. But now it's just man. Well, the Cowboys, even if the Cowboys, the Cowboys, out, need, Cowboys need it and the Eagles don't. I mean, I wouldn't say that – I mean, they don't. It's true, but – if they lose, I mean, if the legal Eagles, I mean, who knows how bad his injury is, um, hurts is. But if they lose out, the Cowboys win out, then they're both 13 and four. And the Cowboys would have the tiebreaker. What? what oh, based on? Based on division wins. Right. So, yeah, I mean. Uh, to say that the Eagles don't need it, I guess you could say that, but I heard a lot of people, I heard several people say it. And I heard a lot of people, I heard the same people saying the Cowboys do because they are, they are sitting in the fifth slot and don't really want to be in the four, in the sixth slot, not to mention the seventh slot. You would like to, as you've talked about previously, being in the five hole and going to Tampa Bay is not a scary proposition. No, no. Being in the six hole and getting to go to San Francisco isn't nearly as fun. A little different. A little different. Yeah. yeah. The, the different quality of the team. On the other hand, you might want to slide down to the seven slot may, hole maybe and get and play, you play the Vikings. Which wouldn't. I mean, it's going to be, that's going to, that's a big slide. Yeah. 
I don't I don't know that you really can. So even if you lost out. Okay. So that that we we got that off our chest. Uh you feeling good about this game? Do you care? I just heard a couple of guys from Vegas say they both put money on Eagles on the money line. Yeah, I think the a little bit of an overreaction to the line. Um Cowboys are minus four and a half. The line moved, what do we say, six six points? I think it was Eagles plus three. Now it's moved or Eagles minus three, and now it's moved all the way to the Cowboys minus four and a half. So it's moved like seven and a half. It was, it was, I think on pigskin, it's it's six. It was Eagles minus six. It was Cowboys given six oh, on well, Monday. ESPN has it now at, at uh, minus four and a half. Yeah, well, I, I heard these guys were saying it. it's come down. It, it reacted all the way to six and didn't get to the magic number of seven, and now is – the Eagles money has come in and pulled it back towards reality. So it is always the great question is what is the difference between Gardner Minshew and Jalen Hurts in terms of points on the field? And I, I, I just go and say Minshew has a far better stash. Yeah. That's about the only difference is the must. Or, I mean, that's, the only significant difference is the mustache because Hertz can do so much more damage than, than uh, Minshew. Hmm. All right. Well, then you'll be happy that Minshew's playing tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow. I just hope that the Eagles fans, you know, bring that same energy when they go, Oh, well, yeah, you beat us without Jalen Hurts when, you know, they were all thought they were badasses because they beat us. They beat Cooper rush. So for the record. Okay. We're, we're all happy. Let me write that down for the record. <laughs> so John, I don't remember this. And of course I blame the head injury in 2018 for a lot of this, but is, is this the first time they played the full schedule on Christmas Eve? It seems like it's awfully I don't remember them doing this before. Yeah, I mean, you've only got three games on Christmas Day, and you got everybody. I mean, it's kind of a weird week this week. You're I, not I mean, answering my question, are you? I don't know. I don't know. I Do mean, there's you only remember. Do you remember them doing this before? I don't. And it's weird right. because there's what? There's <laughs> only there's only two three o'clock games tomorrow, and then a. Oh. Saturday night game, which nobody cares to watch. Raiders Steelers. Oh, that's that's a watchable game. Why? They're both borderline playoff teams. Border, border, very border line. I, I think actually, uh, you in the text you don't read section uh i i said that i looked it up the steelers have less than a one percent chance of making the playoffs but uh yeah who else raiders, raiders are at like 16 percent. so who else did we put money on steelers those two, those two teams and the lions well that is that i just just so we can get this out in public john who has money on them <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Well, I was just gonna wait and collect from the cat from the winnings. When is, is that is that the way you're going to do it? Yeah, that's that's kind of an ugly way to do it, then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems like you and you and Swerve both had that theory going. So, oh, do we? Yeah. So you're the you're the only one with money. I I I, I see. It seems I am the only one who actually has money on this. So, uh, right. Uh, the the uh, the the lions do look good right now. Although they don't actually have the spot, uh, they are hot and they have the easy schedule, as we pointed out. So if, when you bring that up, but uh, all along, it was a question as to who was winning that game tomorrow night between the Steelers and the Raiders as to who would have the better shot. And they both, both to get the line out, shit the bed the first week we had them. And now... <clears throat> I think we have to hope the Raiders win tomorrow night. And for a whole sit well, the Jets lost last night, so that helps. Oh, good. Those of us who actually hold that ticket. Yeah, the Jets. Boy, that game was ugly, wasn't it? Yeah, a whole, di a whole series of reasons. Uh, I don't even know. I don't have a clue who the guy was who came in to play quarterback and made them look a lot better uh, late in the game. Uh, he was not Joe Flacco, who I thought was the backup. Uh, and, of course, and, of course, he was a lot more mobile than Joe's been for 20 years, so if it, or maybe ever. and uh, But he still didn't put any points on the board. No. The, uh, the Trevor Lawrence-led Jaguars are looking pretty good right now. Yeah, they're – they're claw clawing their way. See what I did there, Jaguars. They're clawing their way into the uh, into the playoff hunt, big time. It is okay. Uh, I did not get what you did there, but thank you for making sure I did pick up on clawing their way in. And you know, the visual would be worth having here. Brr, clawing, right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, given they play the Texans next week and finish at home against the Titans, who's starting quarterbacks out for the year, uh, they may end up winning the division, which would make them kind of the Buccaneers of the AFC, right? We all want to go there and play them the first weekend. I mean, you might think that, but they sure are on a pretty decent win streak. Yeah, well, and... Uh, well, once you have a decent quarterback, you, your life is a lot better, isn't it? Yeah, he seems to have um, woken up this year. Definitely is is playing a lot better. Well, than... the second half of the year, particularly here, when yeah, uh, and I think I think Doug's going to get the credit, whether he deserves it or not. Right. So, all right, John, uh, we had a terrible week last week, and so we're going to call this bounce back week, right? We're, we're killing it this week, right? Okay. All right. Okay. And 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 I, I'm I'm 1-0 in the NFL already because I took the Jaguars last night. Oh, you did? I did nice. not. We will not talk about the other game last night, but that we were all on and wrong. In Baylor, what the hell? That's like the third or fourth time this year. I should know. I should have said to myself, Every time I pick Baylor, they burn me. Why am I doing it again? But I did. I went with the crowd and 
and yeah, I'm, I'm, my fingers have burn marks on them. So there you go. So John, uh, I went 0 and 3 last week in picks. You went a delightful 1 and 2. And just because I know you care, the matchup indicator was 0 and 3. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so next time you bring that up, which is probably about 30 seconds away, John, uh, we, we will know how reliable the matchup indicator is uh, yeah. from ESPN. Because <laughs> you wanted to know. So we got to start on on how well it's doing. Yeah. So what do you got? Uh, you you actually got a game right. I had to go back and look. at You, you had the Lions, right? Mm-hmm. Is that your winner from last week? Yep. All right. So, and, and, and there's been a lot of talk about how the Jets could that, that one get away from them on fourth and whatever. And a guy who, as a guy uh, I heard Monday in the recap say, I didn't even know that guy was on the roster. Uh, catches a pass and goes 51 yards. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it third string tied in? Is that what he was? At yeah. Least third string? Yeah. There you go. But the Lions, that, that was your one. So you, you got it, John. You you get you get to lead this week. What you leading with? I will take the Cincinnati Bengals on the road in Foxborough minus three and a half or minus three. Okay. I have that game picked too. So And for the record, matchup indicator has Cincinnati at a 67.5% chance to win. For the record. Okay. Yeah, I think I looked at that. Uh, you know, Cincinnati is like 10 and 0 against the spread. It's on a 10 0 run. Nice. It's the best team against the spread the last two years are like 29 and 10. So does that mean a market constantly undervalues them? Yes, I think so. Okay, so there you go. So we both have a pick. So you go, you go again. Oh, I gotta go again. We're we're yeah. both taking the Bengals, so we, we yeah. got the KOD on that. Right. Yeah, I'm feeling really good about it. But they they're ten and zero against the spread, so we know eleven and zero is a sure thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I am going to continue to ride my hot hand of the Lions. Minus two and a half at Carolina in a really, I just, I think a disrespectful, I mean, I'm shocked. The Lions are only just a small favorite here. Okay. Uh, well, all the numbers I have, I think that's two and a half is too big, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, all these power rankings and everything don't necessarily factor everything in. So, uh, and senior matchup predictor has oh. the Panthers at a fifty-eight point six percent chance to win the game. Is that right? Uh-oh. So I'm I'm picking against the predictor, who we we know from last week is is reliable. It's, it's yeah. on it. Had the same record as you. It's had the same record as me. Yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you for the reminder. My my second pick is I am going to take the Broncos giving a massive point. Taking uh, the donkeys, huh? Yeah. Uh Russ is back. Uh and so is that a good thing? Uh I I, I think I'm acting like it is. So uh and, and if I remember right, didn't Sean Sean uh take him? Wasn't he talking about using him in uh, fantasy? In fantasy, so yeah, he's uh, got some fantasy QB issues. He he does he does yes, but uh, they they are playing. Uh, yes, when I when I the the lock in on pigskin has Denver at minus one. It's up to minus two and a half now, which kind of tells you something. Uh, so yeah, I I, I think the Rams are. Uh, offensively totally in disarray, and I think they're beat up on defense too. So uh, I think you count yeah, I mean, the Broncos' defense holding them to almost nothing. So uh, that is my that is my hot take for pick number two of the week. They've got their starting center is out, their wide receiver is out, they got a tackle that's out. Um, Aaron Donald is questionable, so. Even their QB is questionable. Wolford, who's there? Who's going to QB for them? Uh, Baker. Oh, that's right. Come on, man. I forgot about that. It's the Baker Mayfield rehabilitation tour. Yep. I bet, I bet he'll be playing back up for the Cowboys next year. Who? Mayfield? Yeah. No, don't thank you. I'll pass. Okay. All right. So we, we each uh, matchup matchup predictor has the Rams at a 55.6% chance to win that game. What the fuck is it doing? <laughs> how is, how are the Ram, how are the Rams favored in that game? Mayf- what, what crazy shit are you doing? Mayfield mania, I guess. Okay. I guess the game is in LA. Somebody, somebody, I heard him talking about this. Okay. This was somebody's pick That's of the week. not a home field advantage. Right. Right. It, it, on Christmas Day in LA, whose fans are going to be there? Denver. Yeah. I, I would not doubt that it, it's going to feel, it's at least going to be a neutral side game. Right. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it, it's never every been Rams game. Every Rams game is neutral. Same thing as the Chargers. Football oh, they, no, no. Sometimes, sometimes they're definitely the visiting team. But <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, yeah. Okay, matchup predictor smoking and hot again. All right, uh, who's your third pick? I will take the Finns minus three and a half at home against the Slackers. I mean the Packers. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. So you don't think the what, what's matchup predictor say? Fifty-eight point six percent chance for the Dolphins what? to win. Do the Packers win. No. Well, they, they might actually get. You know, they might get this one right. They might. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins are on a three-game losing streak, but three. Well, 
they haven't been playing the Packers in those three games. Right. I mean, three tough games. I mean, Buffalo, Chargers, San Francisco, all on the road. So, right. They've been, and they, they could have, they had a chance to win a couple of them. Yeah, they could have won Saturday night against the Bills. You know, mm -hmm. a nasty night to be playing. Okay. Uh, that's, that's okay. I'll, I'll let you have that one. My third pick, after much consternation and going back and forth, I ended up on pigskin. I, I, I took the Bills, giving eight and a half. Although, I, I think that might be a really dumb play, as, as it turns out. Did you know... They're playing the Bears, in case you missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> according to a tweet last night, you can get a ticket to that game for eight bucks. I don't know if you could pay me to go to that game. Well, I, clearly I wouldn't be paying you much to go to that game. But I do see right here tickets as low as $15. On... Right there on ESPN, on their thingamajig. I see. Okay. I see here that Saints, since you sparked my interest with this, Saints at Browns. Yeah. Tickets as low as $3. Is that right? Okay. So do you know why the ticket prices are so low? It's going to be cold AF. As, as a term you're not supposed to use at Stanford University anymore, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be cold as balls, man. It's... Uh, <laughs> uh, I heard well, the person who tweeted out the $8 ticket price said uh, prediction was minus 21 wind chill at Soldier Field uh, in, during the game tomorrow. So a couple other, couple other uh, cold weather games that are going. There are to a lot be. of cold. Yes. The weather is a big deal this weekend. Yeah. Cheap, cheap to go see if you want to freeze your tits off. Um, how about $10 to go to see the Raiders at the Steelers? $4 to go see the Falcons at Ravens. Yeah, I there is a there is a quality game, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Falcons could still win the division. That is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, the Patri the Patriots game's got to be some brutal. I I'm, I don't know about the tickets, but I know the weather predictions brutal there too. Yeah, that's what makes me a little nervous about that game. But <coughs> I don't. Joe Burrow and them are used to playing and shit. So yeah, it's not like they're a dome team or a, a nice city or anything like that. It's not. It's not like Tua coming north. That's one of the higher ticket prices. Fifty, forty nine. Yeah. yeah, it ought to, ought to be ought to be a good game, and uh, they're pretty loyal and. Uh, Probably doesn't bother them that much, you know, and, and you know, they're, they're, they are in the playoff hunt. You cannot say that about the Bears or the Browns. Can't really say that about the Saints who are playing the Browns. So, yes, any place in the, in the Northeast uh, the next couple of days, high winds and low temperatures. Yeah, the highest, I mean, it, it like the schedule completely whiffed too. I mean, I mean, I guess it, the one that could be even worse would be Dolphins at Packers instead of the other way around. But that game is the warmest game of the week at 53. Oh no. Uh, 
at this is AccuWeather prediction, right? Yeah. Um, commanders at 49ers, which also would have been worse the other way around, is 59. The rest of them are all low, 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 low temperatures. Rams game. Well, that's those are stadiums. I don't count the stadiums. Oh, oh, you're talking about okay, it's just outdoors. Yeah, outdoor games. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. We we have our three. And you didn't comment on my taking the bills and giving eight in minus twenty one degree. Uh, well, I mean, those guys can do it. I mean, they they, they put thirty on the board last Saturday night, and it was about like that, wasn't it? Yeah. And then Josh Allen was talking about how he he wished it was colder in the post game conference. He's like, we love this shit, which I think they expected basically whatever that was about what the last half of the fourth quarter. I think the prediction was that that was going to be the entire game, which yeah. would have been. And you they kept showing could, clips of. You couldn't see the field. No, that was crazy. That right. was pretty, pretty fun. It was, it was pretty. Yeah, when when they did slow motion replays, the snow was like, you know, it was like white. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it was something. So, so there's our uh, <coughs> uh, NFL predictions for the week. Uh, we'll be back next week to tell you how the matchup predictor is smarter than we are. Uh, and uh, other things. So, John, college basketball. Uh, did you see that Illinois score last night? No. No, you didn't see how bad they got housed in St. Louis playing Missouri. They gave up fifty-one in the first half. Oof. What about was it Iowa? That had the yeah, huge... I, I, they, they end up getting beat 9371. Uh, that's two nights ago. The Iowa, in what might have been the worst ass hander in the history of ass handers, uh, were 30 point favorites against uh, sorry, Eastern Illinois, Eastern Illinois, and got beat by nine. So that's like a yeah. 40, 40 point ass hander, which is like that's the top end, man. Yeah, that's that's I mean, that's one of the they said it was what one of the worst, one of the biggest upsets as far as point differential. And yeah, it was like it was, the last it was, 60 it was 31 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, and then like the last 60 years, I think it was the biggest swing ever. Yeah. Pretty wild, um, and I guess some fan got he got thrown out because he came down behind the bench and was bitching at the players for their lack of effort in defensive and defense. Uh, well, speaking of fans, you did we didn't talk about this, but you did hear the thing where the guy called into Matt Painter's show, right? Oh. No, so this guy, this you know, he's doing his radio show, and they do calling, and this guy says, "Well, coach, I know a little bit about basketball. You know, it sounds like a typical Hoosier, right? What you ought to be doing it is you ought to be throwing it into the big man more. You know, that just keep pounding it into the big man, and uh, because that's you know, you're just wasting your time shooting those long shots. Just you know, give it to the seven four guy." 
And I guess Painter just took it, you know, Painter, who's only been coaching for 20 years and won 400 games at the Division I level, is needing a couple tips from a guy about, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's that simple, right, John? Just throw it in. Yeah, it's just that simple. Yeah, just (laughs) throw it in from the bench to the 7-4 guy, right, John? Yeah, so that's pretty, pretty funny. You, you, you uh, if you weren't paying uh, attention to the controversy of the week in the NCAA men's basketball, it was whether UConn should pass Purdue as the number one team in the country this week, and they didn't. So, yeah, them. But everybody's hot on UConn for now, John. Interesting. Well, it kind of is a because. I think they have a good team, but B, they're they're about to go through one of those stretches where uh, they they don't play anybody. I think they'll be favored in every game the rest of the year. So they uh, and they're undefeated, so they could yeah could look pretty good. But uh, you know they maybe the Gonzaga East of the year, right? Yeah. Because I think they have one top 25 win at this point. So, man, I don't know that there's anybody on their schedule currently in the top 25. Maybe Marquette's moved into the top. Because they're in the Big East, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's kind of uh, uh, an interesting side bit as we – head towards January, but uh, yes, and if you missed it, Purdue played Wednesday without the 7-4 guy and won by 20-something, so yeah. So, really? Yeah, it took them a while to figure out what to do without him, but they, they end up, they, the his backup turns out that is pretty good, had 24 points, so He was he was number two in the uh, 2021 Mr. Basketball. Okay, so he's yeah he's not a surprise stud. Yeah. All right. Well, that that covers it, John. Hey, John, uh, were you in Buenos Aires on Tuesday? No, that was crazy though, wasn't it? Five million people they estimated, John. That's so. The, I mean, it just kind of solidifies the fact that if you don't think soccer is or football, whatever you want to call it, is a big deal in this world, in this entire world, then you need to watch that right there. Because right. five million people is ridiculous. It was a great game. The final was a great game. Crazy that shit, was, man. What an insane finish! Mbappe, wow. I mean, that guy is freaking stud. Yeah, well, Messi put a couple moves on people too. So yep, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was that was pretty cool. And that uh, save, and I agree. I mean, a lot of people are saying that save, yeah, that one save, their their key pad, um, there towards the end was, you know, might be the play of the of the entire uh, world. The, Argent- the Argentinian goalie. Yes, when he right. Because Mbappe kind of weaved through a bunch of people and and got a great shot and somehow got a little piece of it and kept it from going in. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, good, good stuff. Great game. You, sometimes those are boring one nil contest, but a three, three going to penalty kicks is a, about as yep. good as they can hope for between the number two and three team in the <laughs> free tournament betting is kind of chalky and a great game. So yeah, thumbs up, you know, so five million people. Yeah, I you know, last summer I was in a crowd of supposedly a million in London and you couldn't even move. I can't imagine five million sounds like way too many. Where were you in a crowd of a million people? London London uh on Gay Pride Day uh last uh, <laughs> last uh whatever, July the first. But yeah, I you know I wear I'm wearing my rainbow proudly. Good. I, I, unlike, you know, a lot of people who were there in the parade weren't wearing a whole lot, but, pr- but proudly. Yeah. And, but proudly. Uh, yeah. But, 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 but some interesting uses of leather and chains, if I might <laughs> just, yeah. Hey, yeah. Get John to do all kinds of weird things on the other side of the. <laughs> yeah, leather, leather and chains. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That might be the the title of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude, you've got a hard out, so we're 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 doing the hard out. What you going to watch uh, this weekend? Uh, Christmas stuff. I'd like to start the uh, the new Jack Ryan is out on Prime, so I'd like to get going on that. Mm. Okay. Um, I, w- I watched the next episode of uh, National Treasure with the, what did you call her? The uh, B-team B uh, Zendaya. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and uh, we have a glass onion teed up. I think that is the show for the night. That's tonight, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's we're it's, it's supposed to be out on Netflix today. Hey, John, you remember this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, what did the triangle say to the circle? You're pointless. You're pointless. There you go. He remembered it. Yeah. You got any yeah. other ones up your sleeve, John? No, no, nothing no. else uh, that I can think of today. No, you know, you know, my number one purchase uh, when I was in the Metroplex two weeks ago was we were in Barnes and Nobles and they had a dad joke calendar on sale for 2023. Nice. So I. I am ready for 2023, John. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. I'll have one ready. I'll have one teed up for you next Friday, dude. Yeah, because that'll be the no, it won't quite be the first. It'll be close. It'll be the Eve Eve, kind of like we got this year. Yeah, the Eve. This week. Yeah. All right. All right, dude. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to our audience. Yes, have a good one. Everybody have a very Merry Christmas. Be safe. Give my love to my sister and my niece. Well, I, I, I'll give them something. I guess it'll be the love. Yeah. <laughs> Don't All give right. them a cold. Okay. Yeah. Cold. We'll hope it's a cold. Yeah. yeah. All right, bro. All right, bro. Love you.